Light up the lucky It's cabby time. Settle back in your chair. There's baseball in the air right now. It's cabby time. This is the Cabby's Country Breakfast Emergency Broadcast System. This is not a test. Please stand by for an important announcement. And now, approaching the podium is Kev Sheeler and Kevin Ginciolo. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for graciously accepting our prestigious Evite. I mean, you look shoulder to shoulder and you are greeted with the who's who of Canadian press. Wow, exclaim magazine? What a dream come true. Is Scott Stapp in the house? Because I feel like a rock star right now. I see BlogTO is here as well. Lovely to see you again, Cynthia. I love your lists. The best places in Toronto to purchase a $14 ice cream cone while ignoring crippling inner city poverty? I mean, that's a must read. At a time in history when we're facing an unprecedented global health crisis, along with rampant civil unrest, here you are, tackling the real issues at the forefront of reputable, informative journalism. Your work is truly a gift. Oh, I think I see Men's Fitness out there, too. Brett, buddy, how are those pecs doing? My goodness, those hush puppies are pulsating out of there just about ready to burst. Brett, they're sparkling. Kev, to be honest, I'm tingling from head to toe. You Deacon Chaz's sermon this morning was electric. Oh, I love his work. Chaz is a dream. Should we spill the beans here, Kev? Or you mean the St. Agnes of CC whitewater rafting retreat that Chaz has cooking up later this summer? Yeah, that's the one. It's going to totally knock your crocs off. We've given you a little nibble, and next thing you know, you're hooked on the taste. Man, if these were flaxseed crackers at Costco, I'd be going back for round two. It really is so spiritual celebrating the Eucharist with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, I love Catholicism. It's so comforting taking life advice from heavily robed, celibate men in sandals who live alone away from family and loved ones. Seems very healthy and forward-thinking to me, that's for darn sure. Definitely the type of people I'd leave my children with for hours on end without any other parent or chaperone present. How are the homilies this morning? Controversial opinion, but I find that to be the cherry on top of a beautiful hot fudge Christian Sunday. Oh, Kev. They were simply magnificent. Beautiful psalms from Emmanuel. All right, let's get down to brass tacks here. We have a major announcement to make. The fact of the matter is, we're going global. It's classic rags to riches. The indie darlings of the North who've blossomed into the mainstream. We've done six critically acclaimed episodes to massive commercial success. And now you can expect Kevy's Country Breakfast, essentially massaging your eardrums much more frequently. What does that mean, Kev? One episode a month, two, shh, we'll never tell. The bottom line here is you're going to be cranking back more sods that will be tinkled out your dickhole. Buckle up, baby. We're going for a ride. It's going to get raw, unfiltered, and cross my heart and hope to die. Sometimes it's going to get downright raunchy. People have been asking, Kev, is the quality still going to be the same? Oh no, sweetheart, it's gonna dip. 
The point is, a slightly larger volume of episodes are flying down the pipeline. Because at the end of the day, outside of Kev Sheeler, Kevin Chincholo, a reluctant David Smith Hayes, and our insatiable hunger to satisfy our own egos, we do this for you, the dedicated listener. You're welcome, America. Any questions? Mr. Tintello, Mr. Tintello, can you elaborate on the upcoming civil lawsuit surrounding your hit-and-run case? The young boy you left paralyzed at the mercy of your Dodge Durango. This fucking shit again? It's not like he was molested. Relax! Give me a break. I have a little bit of success, and everyone wants a piece of me? I thought these reporters were fucking vetted, David. Caught sleeping behind the wheel with your dick in your hand once again, huh? Did someone pop a pin in that little shit boy balloon? Because he's blowing hot air all over our once-in-a-lifetime monumentous press conference. Let me tell you a little something about Kevin Chincholo, okay? When Black Lives Matter was the hot sizzle trend last summer, he was on the forefront of activism, sharing memes on Facebook, infographics and Instagram stories, and ignoring any nuanced discourse by turning a blind side to destructive and short-sighted political violence, all from the safety of his affluent upper-class suburban home. So when you were twiddling your thumbs, he was putting in the work, okay? accidentally hit a kid. Big deal. And now the clickbaity press is fabricating their own narrative to make an innocent man a monster? I'm sure he did everything he could. Anyways, before I drove off, I left the Reese's Pieces on his belly. You're a class act, you know that? Inserting it on the lower midriff like it's a comforting mint on a hotel pillow. The real problem here are these fucking parents. A little adversity and they mail it in. They turn him into a little make-a-bitch kid. From what I hear from my lawyers, he still has his hearing. At least he can listen to the podcast. That's a gift in itself. One that keeps on giving, I might add. Can we just move on, please? Next question. Mr. Chinchalo, can you speak to the rumors you've been romantically linked to Casey Anthony? The tabloids have been speculating for weeks over the alleged new Tinseltown power couple. Oh, Case. Case just... She's a sweetie. She just gets me, you know? We just vibe. She's like an open book. You know what my favorite part about her is? She doesn't carry any baggage. I'm sick of these deep gash horrors with their checkered past. You know who I have to thank for all of this? This guy right here. My future best man. Ah, thank you, man. It's such an honor. When your eyes locked at Brooke Hogan's Clearwater condo, I knew it was love at first sight. Cupid Zero was all like... With Case, though, man, you gotta understand, it's just clean. She's actually been babysitting my daughter Clementine around the clock. Oh, yeah, Case and Clem have been hanging out 24-7. Those two have been inseparable. It's like the daughter she's never had. Kev, I haven't told you yet, but I was waiting to tell you in private, but I might as well. Case is moving in, man. It's a really big step. Whoa, no way, really? In the midst of your extensive bathroom renovations? Every time we're at Lowe's and she sees those clawfoot tubs, her eyes, man, they just light right up. It's adorbs. Well, I hope you'll consider purchasing a high-end jacuzzi. The new KCB 500 collection combines revolutionary craftsmanship and legendary performance. A distinct high-back action design with adjustable headrest delivers one of the best hydro-massage experiences available. Stylish elegance is provided by premium lighting and a backlit waterfall, and now our listeners get 20% off their first purchase. Order now at jacuzzi.com slash kevy using promo code pepperette at checkout 
That's P-E-P-P-E-R-E-T-T-E at checkout. Jacuzzi. Soak in the pleasure. Soak happy. Soak in the good life. Not to be a crinkle-cut little shit-dingle here, boys, but I'm having a hard time comprehending the tangibility of this proposed episode release schedule. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you only produced two podcasts last year total, and all of a sudden you've been granted this magic wand of creative efficiency that seemingly controls your destructive, self-sabotaging behavior? I can assure you we're all thinking the same thing. It's time you move to greener pastures. And you know what that means? A real estate license. A starter home in Kitchener-Waterloo. Wine and cheese parties wearing a scratchy brown turtleneck. And for a while you believe the facade, until one faithful day you find yourself in the washroom staring at Comet. No, not the beloved golden retriever from Full House, but the toilet cleaner you fantasize guzzling down your throat, eroding your intestines. A one-way ticket to hell, finally freeing you from your completely irrelevant existence. I mean, do you plan on having guests on the show this year? You know what? I've had quite enough of your heinous, agenda-driven drabble. We're frontline heroes, putting our lives in danger to entertain the masses, and I find your course of action day to be completely disrespectful. So if you'll excuse me, we have the chatter part of our show to get to. You know the, the thing that alienates our audience that has no interest in baseball? Adios, bitch! You know what, Bon Appetit Magazine? Go fuck yourself. I don't have time for this. Adam Rappaport, you're not allowed at my beach house anymore, okay? It's not even a race thing. It's other shit. Dave, I don't mean to spring this intervention on you, but I honestly generally starting to become concerned with your mass intake of Domino's wings. Like, this is getting a little much. No doubt a decent chain pie, and I've been known to fuck with the Brooklyn Pep on a semi-regular basis, but my God, those wings are an absolute shit fest. I'm not like, oh, you know what I want tonight is Domino's wings. Yeah, but you can't help like, yourself, you know, I'm gonna, can you? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to grab a Domino's pie. I'm going to grab a fucking pound of shitty wings, too. You could just order wings from another establishment. Just get them from somewhere else. Get, like, Red rock. No, but then you got to pay the delivery charge on that. <laughs> but you're eating something you don't like. So you're losing money either way. Yeah, agreed. Dave's trying to explain the logic here, but there's no logic. You hate them. You buy them still. So I feel like this is long overdue on the show. We got to talk mascots. What checks all the boxes of what you're fucking looking for? And no, this isn't a contradiction. You like Disney Plus. You're in your 30s. You have a mental disorder. You should be institutionalized. For me, and this might be controversial, first and foremost, I need my mascots to be a fat fuck. <laughs> I need my mascots to be huge. I'm talking three to four hundred plus minimum or I check the fuck out. No one wants Kieran, the sensible snacking yoga instructor who eats trail mix sans M&Ms and hands out stickers on information on where you could donate to Elizabeth Warren's super PAC. That's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and I'm talking the outer casing of the costume. I'm not advocating for Bruce Valanche in a Big Bird suit here, okay? Is there anyone actually more underappreciated than a dude in a mascot suit? No one gives a fuck about you. You're like a jockey riding a thoroughbred. <laughs>
Yeah, it can't be like a guy that like it can't be like the Atlanta Hawks mascot who's like slamming dunks and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm already contradicting myself here, but the dunks are cool. I respect the showmanship, but at the end of the day, feats of athleticism don't showcase their inevitable fucked up home life. The best mascots I envision live in like a borderline squatter. He's o- he only has a lazy boy in his apartment. <laughs> pizza boxes all on the front porch, just full of pizza. My mascot's got to be on insulin for type two diabetes. They've been estranged from their children. I want my mascot shitting blood on a semi regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> I, how do you feel about like Mister and Mrs. Met? Then they're they're not fat fucks. So Dave, just saying that that's good for my number one. So I like goofy shapes, like or goofy characters. I don't like animals that are wearing a baseball jersey you hear that san francisco giants mascot lucille kevin chincholo says go fuck yourself (laughs) so how do you how do you guys feel about ace they should get rid of ace they should i mean giving credit where it's due he has some endearing moments when he dresses up like elvis that's kind of cool but he needs to up his game here he needs to be shitting eggs all over the ballpark concourse you open it up and you get like a coupon for a six inch blt at mr sub i'm a buzz 33 year old man child give me some tangible shit baby And don't even get me started with the lack of the hot dog cannon in his repertoire. Boy, that's a lost art, isn't it? Is the hot dog cannon still like a thing? Like, I feel like that was a 90s thing. There might be some like food distribution bylaw in Toronto about that. How dare you socialist big government pussies. You'll take away my lukewarm Schneider's dogs from my cold dead hands, you cops. (laughs) (laughs) I only eat dangerous hot dogs. Let's test. Let's. You can't look it up. You have to answer within five seconds or we'll know you're being a bastard liar. Dave, who is the Braves mascot name? I have no idea. Oh, Dave is a fucking... Is there any of a faker fan <laughs> of the next team than Dave is the Brave? He is not a Braves fan. You'll, it would be like a playoff game and Dave's like, yeah, I'm watching uh, Stargate SG-1 reruns with Dina. I can't, I, what's the score of the game? No, it's Blooper. I know what it is because I got to fucking talk about it. It's Blooper. And he's, he was introduced in, in like 2018. And he, he's that's a cute name. Yeah. And he's kind of like the fanatic uh, orbit hybrid. If you look at this guy and he's fun, he's fucking, yeah, I'm not a fan. He's fucking fun. He's not even a Braves fan. <laughs> Hop on baseball mascot reference.com and educate yourself. You dumb fuck. <laughs> yeah. I need to know the war of Astros mascot orbit from last year. <laughs> Look, if we've been through this once, we've been through this a million times. The producers of Family Matters should be fucking ashamed of themselves for suddenly removing Judith without any explanation after season four. Normalize praising the esteemed acting prowess of Jamie Monet Foxworth. You piece of shit. You damn well know she couldn't hand a candle to Kelly Cheyenne Williams. Her chemistry with Jaleel White was off the charts. They were straight up robbed of Best Kiss at the 1994 MVMA Awards. Shit. I felt like we were really in a groove there. You know, to circle back around, I knew we were forgetting something. That's the siren alerting us that we legally have to have three minutes of a tangible baseball discussion. 
Is there anything more wonderful than spring training getting underway? Those fucking dreary winter months of dog shit. You gotta watch hockey highlights. It's a fucking nightmare. You wanna puke. But the light at the end of the tunnel, the pitchers and catchers reporting, that sweet sound of a freshly seen pearl hitting the mitt, pasty white trash couples from the Midwest attempting to revive their failed marriage with one last voyage down south to check out the boys of summer prepare for the new season? It's fucking glorious! Are the games competitive? No. Do they matter? No. Do they even play nine innings? Not always! Here's the thing. Go stop being a fucking psycho. And I, and I am a psycho, but like, Go to spring training, you get fucking hammered. Who gives a fuck who wins? If it's seven game innings, it's nine innings. You're in Florida in March. Right. You know what I mean? Count your blessings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, have some fun. Don't be that bitch. They only played the nine. Like, I, 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 you gotta, I feel like you got to pick your battles, and I don't really give a fuck about that one. A couple more turns on Splash Mountain. That's all, that's all that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hit the tiki <laughs> yeah, bar. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, if, if spring training games are cheap, then fuck it. Who cares if you watch seven or nine, right? It's not like you're spending. I the, don't think they're cheap, though. You don't think they're cheap? <laughs> so Texas at Globe-like Field, one of the most disgusting toilet bowl stadiums that exist, they're going to do full capacity. Full capacity. 41,000 opening day. Yeah. Here's where it gets even spicier for us and our interests. Their opening day, they played the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> So the Blue Jays are going to play in front of 40,000 fans. Thank you very much, Jamie. As you can see, there's a lot of stupid fucking people here today, completely unfazed with the potentially lethal <laughs> respiratory virus. So that means the, the fans will be right up, right next to the... That's exciting. Right, right next to the baselines? Yeah. So there's some rule changes in the minor leagues coming up the pipe. And perhaps the most contentious of all is in AA, dropping the hammer on some exaggerated shifts? Stipping this from the intelligent folks at Fangraphs, Quote, teams will be required to position four players in the infield. Each player must have both feet in the outer boundary of the infield dirt. And in the second half of the season, MLB also might require teams to have two infielders on each side of second base. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah. So it's not like all season and it's only double A, but still, I don't think they're going to get good results out of eliminating the shift. I mean, I don't know. I feel like my opinion is ever evolving. I can understand the interest in developing this data and seeing how the pace of play evolves from their findings. But at the end of the day, I'm apprehensive in telling a manager where he can put his motherfucking position players on the ball field. Yeah. They even did that for Ted Williams. I also, I, th- I think they're approaching it. Like, I, I don't like the rules, but I think they're approaching implementing the rules and testing the rules the right way. So what do you guys think of the, the fact that coming into this year as well, they're going to do the uh, the runner on second to start the 10th inning? Does that weird you the fuck out? I have to be honest, after a while last year, because last year was just fucked in general, and you were just excited you, to see anything on it. television. I did I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. You know what I mean? I think that the, it is weird because the strategy is like, do you bunt the guy over? Do you give up the out? Or is a single tie? Because it also, if it's the top of the inning, you need to make sure that is one run enough, right? right? Yeah, Maybe you want to get an insurance where, run because yeah. you know at the bottom of the inning, they have a guy in second, right? That was the thing that was stressful. The Jays would score a run and you'd be excited. And then you'd be like the bottom of the inning. You'd be like, oh, right. They have a runner in second too. And you know what I mean? Like it's stressful. And inheriting runners as a relief pitcher is a fucking hair up your ass, right? Yeah, uh, it's like it's it's fair to do, but I'm not a fan of it because I still love the idea of like you play every inning the exact same way throughout the whole game. Yeah, I completely agree. And to, let's ruffle some feathers of our hockey friends. Those shootouts are fucking dog shit or even worse in soccer when the World Cup comes down to a fucking skills competition. Give me a fucking break. Oh, soccer's the biggest sport in the world. So is the Transformer movie franchise. It doesn't mean it's not god awful, you fucking dipshit. <laughs> 
Hello, friends. Sadly, this episode of Kevy's Country Breakfast has come to an end. Don't fear, though. We will be back with more episodes very soon. We would like to thank our sponsors for this episode, Jacuzzi and Reese's Pieces. We would also like to thank you, the fans. If it wasn't for your love, support, and suggestions of food to force down our gullets, none of this would be possible. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at KCBPod, and Instagram, at Kevy's Country Breakfast. Thank you, and good night.